right. Happy Wednesday, Brian Neitch. Good morning. Thank you. Happy uh, Wednesday to you. What a great morning. Yes. How are you doing? Good. Blessed morning. Grateful morning. Sun's coming out. Mm-hmm. And uh, oh my gosh, it is definitely summertime. It has arrived. Oh, is it warm over there? Oh, it's been 100 degrees the last two days. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh, it's not been bad. San Antonio, of course, we're in the south here. It's been, you know, 60s, 70s, 80s. So it's not too bad. Oh, wow. I expected Texas to be hotter. Well, we got a lot of cold front, or, you know, we got rain coming in. So it's always cleaning out the air. Oh, it'll be hot. Oh, yeah. It'll it's, be hot. it's been 100 degrees the last two days. The day before was 90. I mean, it's been in the 80s. Um, so it's, it's, you know, summer's here. It's, it's hot. So, yep. but it's nice out here in the desert of Oregon. And, uh, you know, kids, kids are wearing, you know, when we dress our kids for, for school, you know, it's like now it's shorts and tank tops and we're putting sun lotion Mm -hmm. on them. And, you know, after school they're going swimming and it's just, it's just a totally different world. I felt like yesterday it was like Halloween. I'm like, well, what's happened? I know. Yeah. Man, the time, time's going by. Yeah. It's like the older we get, the time goes faster, you know? Yeah. It just flies. It just flies. So, uh, well, Exodus chapter seven. That's right. Uh, cheers. Grab your coffee. Get your Bibles, and let's all come together here and um, mm-hmm. drink some coffee and read read God's Word and study and pray and uh, be with each other. And I love being with you, Brian Neitch, on the mic. Um, you're very talented and knowledgeable, and um, I just really appreciate our friendship and uh, our relationship and, and doing this podcast with you every morning as we read the Bible. Yeah, very much so. Thank you, John. I, that's well said. I, I, I concur. I reciprocate that same feeling, and I really enjoy our time, you know, and our study in the Word and getting before the Lord, and and uh, it's good, you know. And if you want to join in the conversation, you can also join it at um, on Spreaker dot com forward slash Weightlifting Talk. Also, black, white, and sometimes red on Instagram. Yeah, so check us love, out. Love the post, by the way, that that you make on those. You know, just just to be transparent, that's all you. I I, I need to uh, still log in as a as a uh, admin and make some posts on there. It's just your your posts are amazing. I love I love seeing them and reading them. And um, also, we've talked off air and, and and discussed some some direct messages uh, with people, mm-hmm. and that's really important to us as well. So, uh, if you want to reach out to us, just you know, direct message us, and um, we'll write back and we'll call you and anything we can do to help. That's what we're here for is to help and just and be there for you you know exactly so yeah that's why we made it just so you have a place to go straight to john and i and and you know if you want to pray about something you have a testimony or you have something you want to talk about mm-hmm. you know privately or just bring up on the yeah. podcast or something yeah. hit us up black white and sometimes red yeah, I love at that. instagram love that well here we are wednesday as we're continue on our uh, journey mm-hmm. um and Let's get started. Uh, I could read seven. Do it. If you want to read eight. That's fine that? with me. Okay. Exodus uh, chapter seven. We are reading out of the New Living Translation, just to throw it out there. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, we'll go from there. All right. Then the Lord said to Moses, pay close attention to this. I will make you seem like a, sorry, let me start that over. Here we go. Then the Lord said to Moses, pay close attention to this. I will make you seem like God to Pharaoh and your brother Aaron will be your prophet 
Tell Aaron everything I command you. And Aaron must command Pharaoh to let the people of Israel leave his country. But I will make Pharaoh's heart stubborn so I can multiply my miraculous signs and wonders in the land of Egypt. Even even then, Pharaoh will refuse to listen to you. So I will bring down my fist on Egypt. Then I will rescue my forces, my people, the Israelites, from the land of Egypt with great acts of judgment. When I raise my powerful hand, I'm sorry, when I raise my powerful hand and bring out the Israelites, the Egyptians will know that I am the Lord. So Moses and Aaron did just as the Lord had commanded them. Moses was 80 years old and Aaron was 83 when they made their demands to Pharaoh. Then the Lord said to Moses and Aaron, Pharaoh will demand, show me a miracle. When he does this, say to, say to Aaron, take your staff and throw it down in front of Pharaoh and it will become a serpent. So Moses and Aaron went to Pharaoh and did what the Lord had commanded them. Aaron threw down his staff before Pharaoh and his officials. And it became a serpent. Then Pharaoh called in his own wise men and sorcerers. And these Egyptian Egyptian magicians did the same thing with their magic. They threw down their staffs, which also became serpents. But then Aaron's staff swallowed up their staffs. Pharaoh's heart, however, remained hard. He still refused to listen, just as the Lord had predicted. A plague of blood. 14. Then the Lord said to Moses, Pharaoh's heart is stubborn, and he still refuses to let the people go. So go to Pharaoh in the morning as he goes down to the river. Stand on the bank of the Nile and meet him there. Be sure to take along, be sure to take along the staff that turned into a snake. Then announce to him, The Lord... The God of Hebrews has sent me to tell you, let my people go so they can worship me in the wilderness. Until now, you have refused to listen to him. So this is what the Lord says. I will show you that I am the Lord. Look, I will strike the water of the Nile with this staff in my hand and the river will turn to blood. The fish in it will die and the river will sink. I'm sorry, stink. Egyptians will not be able to drink any water from the Nile. 19. Then the Lord said to Moses, Tell Aaron, take your staff and raise your hand over the water of Egypt. All the rivers, canals, ponds, and all the reservoirs. Turn all the water to blood. Everywhere in Egypt, the water will turn to blood, even the water stored in wooden bowls and stone pots. 20. So Moses and Aaron did just as the Lord commanded them. As Pharaoh and all of his officials watched, Aaron raised his staff and struck the water of the Nile. Suddenly, the whole river turned to blood. The fish in the river died, and the water became so foul that the Egyptians couldn't drink it. There was blood everywhere throughout the land of Egypt. But again, the magicians of Egypt used their magic, and they too turned the water into blood. So... was already blood, sorry. So Pharaoh's heart remained hard. He refused to listen to Moses and Aaron, just as the Lord had predicted. 
Pharaoh returned to his palace and put the whole thing out of his mind. Then all the Egyptians dug along the riverbank to find drinking water, for they couldn't drink the water from the Nile. Seven days passed from the time the Lord struck the Nile. Mm-hmm. A lot to talk about here. Yep, serves you right. Well, let's just go straight to it. Wow. So the so God turned so God turned the water into blood, and so did the Egyptian magicians. Mm-hmm. Mm. I, I I heard you you stop a little bit on that one. So do you think that was a real miracle by them, or do you think that was smoke well, and mirrors? First of all, everything the the waters it said very clearly that the waters were already full of blood. Yeah. Every every water, even in the pots, were full of blood. Right. So the magicians just came along and were like, oh, this, this over here is now full of blood. This is what we did. It's like, no. It was already full of blood. Right. Exactly. Exactly. That's what I, I'm thinking the same thing. I'm thinking the same thing. You know, and then even, even the snake, you know, it's like, uh, you know, I... The blood thing is a little interesting because like we talked about, it's like the water was already blood. So what's the whole smoke and mirrors there? The snake thing, it does sound like they did make their staff turn into a snake. Um, but, you know, I think it's important to realize, though, that there are magicians, there are sorcerers, mm-hmm. witchcraft mm-hmm. out there. Like that does exist. I mean, it says it here, and I'm sure it says it as we continue the journey through the Bible, but um, it says it. It's, you know, um, evil exists, witchcraft exists, magic exists. These are not things of Harry Potter and storybooks. This is this is real life. Now, obviously, I, I love here, yeah. though, that these first few things, though, Brian, God is basically just doing his uh, dynamic warm-up with the bar. Exactly. You know, he's in the back room. The, the Olympics are about to start, and God's mm-hmm. doing his uh, muscle snatches, his drop snatches, his hit right. catch drill. He's he's stretching with the band. He's putting his shoes on. Absolutely, he's about to hit that. You know, five six hundred total. Yeah, he's chalking up just his hands. Up. He's like, okay, up. we'll just kind of warm up here. Like God can do everything. This is just the tape on the thumbs. Right? Yeah, that's all it is. <laughs> yeah. You know, anybody, you know, maybe a hater that reads this might say, oh, gosh, they're going toe-to-toe with God. and You know, oh, come on. Are you kidding me? This is the tape on the thumbs. Yeah, what, what God can't God can't just wipe them all out. No, no, this is a process. Right. you got to warm up. You don't just cold turkey snatch one, 185. <laughs> yeah, which he could. Yeah. Actually, it's, you know, God does hold all the world records and snatch clean jerk total. He does. And all weight classes. Uh- so, oh, absolutely. He's every record. Every he record. can cut down to any weight. Yeah. He can do whatever he wants. He's disciplined where mm-hmm. we're not. Yes, yes. Well, I think it's, so, yeah, it's important that you note that. It's a, it's a warm-up. And, and, but this is how God works, Brian. He he goes through human processes. Exactly. Exactly. But you've said this plenty of times, yeah. right? He goes through and uses humans, and he doesn't just force his hand. He allows humans to make the mistakes and get it right. Bottom line. Mm-hmm. You know, because he, look, it's not like he, he hates people. He loves people and he wants them to make the right choices. Yeah. He wants them to do the right thing. He wants them to partner up with him. 
Yeah, so oftentimes people just like Pharaoh here, their heart their hearts their hearts are stubborn. Oh, what a great line. It's I was a little better phrase than than little, cold than and hardened. Yeah, better phrase than hardened. His heart was stubborn. Stubborn. Mm. You know what though, but and that and that and that kind of can resonate with people listening or, or others. People are have a people many people have a stubborn heart. Stubborn to their own will, with their own decisions. Uh, I mean, how many times have you heard someone say, don't tell me what to do? <laughs> <laughs> That's the line. That's in their heart. Or, or I want to live the life I want to live, so... That's why I'm not going to do these Bible studies with Brian and John. Mm-hmm. I don't need that in my life. I don't need that in my I life. I want to go to Vegas and party every weekend. Let's go. I know. I know. Yeah. Or, you know, just even, even I just don't, I don't want to be involved in any church. And not with church people. And I'm not saying you have to go to a church building every week. No, that's not what I'm saying. But you got, you need to be around people who love the Lord. Even every Christian, every believer rather. Someone who loves Jesus, who, who calls themselves a believer, a Christian, someone who's a, a family of Christ. Be yeah. around other people. Well, I'm paraphrasing here, but doesn't it say that, you know, go to church. God wants you to. Essentially, that it, it says, do not forsake assembling mm-hmm. with your other brethren. Yeah. It doesn't say, you know, it doesn't say, like, you must go to Athey Creek every Sunday and Wednesday. No, it doesn't say that, but mm-hmm. it's it says, hey, don't forsake that. Don't just right, skip it. Right, right. You know, right. just get online, go shake their hands, hug their faces, talk about Jesus. Yeah, yeah. You know, and that's what we're doing here every morning. We're lifting up the Lord. We're well, I, I had an incident at Seven Eleven the other day, and this is just being in the Word here. Being in the Word, your your mindset changes. I don't know if it's God working through me or it's just I don't know. I just, you know, I approach situations just with a different light, and. um there was this guy that was trying to like fight me mm. in 7 oh, yeah. He was drugged up. He was, he was higher than a kite and he was just being erratic and kind of crazy. And he was like talking to people and then talking to me. And then he kind of pushed me off to the side as I'm like trying to buy my stuff. And thankfully my son wasn't with me or my daughter. Cause that, that'd probably be a different story. But you know, seven 11 guy, the worker was like, Hey man, like stop. And, you know, I just kind of like pushed him, you know, just kind of like leaned him away from me. And, um, he was just being like, I, I was ready to kind of like take him down, not in a, like a fighting way, but just to take him down for his own safety and the safety of others. Like it was a scary situation and yeah, but like, you could just see he was so lost and he was high and he was just, I felt bad for his soul and his heart, you know? And like, I, all I wanted to do was actually just give him a hug. Yeah, and be like, hey man, actually, why don't you come to my house, take a shower? Like, and he wasn't like a homeless guy, you know. But you could you could tell he was completely gone. And uh, all I wanted to do was help. I just wanted to hug him. I felt bad for his heart. I just, it's just I don't know. I don't know what my point is here. It's just another way of looking at life, you know. With without being a Christian before 2016, I I probably would have got mad and pushed him back, and mm-hmm. you know. Um, Look, this Bible changes you. Man. Right, it, it does. It does something. Right. It literally changes your heart. It, it changes your mind. It re, the Bible says you're renewing your mind 
with the Word of God. Mm-hmm. So now you're looking things. You're, you're seeing through a different lens. You know, you're more more gentle. Yet, yet you're still you can still be aggressive. You know, peaceful. Mm-hmm. Yet you can still be the attack lion that you need to be at any moment because mm-hmm. God has given us that ability. Mm-hmm. He's given us that right, that, 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 that way to protect our family and ourselves and, and others. So it's just that now you have this grace, you have this love, you have, you see other people and you, you're compassionate for other people. You know, it's not so self John self, Brian self, whatever I want. It's only about me. I want to get to the register faster. I want to get out this door and back home quicker because I'm in the middle of a movie. No, now you look at other people and you're like, you know, that guy's got a life too. Yeah. And who who am I to judge this guy? Exactly. Who am I to judge this guy? And we don't know what he's been through. Who am I to judge this guy? And, and also all the going all the way back to Genesis, first few chapters of Genesis is like, yeah, we're all related to a certain extent. You know, we're brothers and sisters. We've had this conversation. It's like we are related. We are related. That's the bottom line. Bottom line. You're right. Thank you. We're and people. We're the like, same. Man, red this blood. guy's like this guy's my brother. Like those, yeah, exactly. Like those people in um, remember that the, the certain gentleman in Palm Beach walking from the beach to our car. Like, hey, I got the same red blood as you, buddy. Oh, yeah. yeah we're man, in a very, is... very, very rich area in Palm Beach on the beach and. This guy mm-hmm. like just was nose he up almost, big time. He almost knocked us out of the way yeah, walking with his, yeah. with his how, chest How out. dare you be on my sidewalk? And I'm just like, what's the difference between you and me? Well, I mean, he was like six six, but <laughs> <laughs> but and I'm not short, but you know, it's like man. Yeah. Anyway, that's my point. My point yeah. is, look, yeah. you you make it valid point. Well, we just because you got a nice shirt on and you're getting in a Ferrari, like yeah, whoop you do, yeah. Yeah. So you're, yeah, you're enjoying the moment a lot more than I am in my bare feet walking. Well, it's the about being happy. It's if if you go to Costco and buy happiness, would you? For twenty k, if you can go to Costco and buy time with your family, with more time with your family, would you? Like, think about a rich guy. Would you spend a hundred k for some extra time per week uh, annually? Like, okay, you spend a thousand dollars or. Spend a hundred grand right now, and for the next year, you'll have a little more time with your family. Would you? I wouldn't. Mm. Yeah. Would some rich people? No. There's no okay. value in that. They don't see value in that. I'd rather spend a hundred k on a new car or whatever, <laughs> vacation, etc. It's like I don't know. Just mm. you know, where's the values? Be happy. That's what it's about. You know. Love God. Live for God. Um. It's it's well. You can't really say that any better. Love God. You know, he says he'll give you the desires of your heart. He'll change your desires. You know, he will, he will, he will. That's why the Bible says that it's, it's like the Lord and, 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 and us, each individual person. He's the potter. Mm-hmm. We're the clay. If you allow him. And see, that's the one thing about this stuff. You know, Pharaoh, the, the original Pharaoh, when Joseph went to Egypt, and save the day, the the good pharaohs, what we call him, mm-hmm. he allowed God to massage his heart and say, oh, yeah, right. Joseph's a good person. He's a good man. He's got good people. Come on to Egypt. We'll take care of you, and so on. When you allow God to, to, to mold you, even if you don't believe in him, he'll mold you to the point where you see he's good. The Bible says 
in Corinthians that it's the goodness of God that brings people to Jesus, right? Mm-hmm. And the other pharaohs didn't. This one clearly is not even allowing anyone to mold him. He is set in his ways. His mind is stubborn and hardened. And so that's why we have to, this is a great lesson. We have to not be this way. Allow God, yeah. allow the Bible to massage our mind and our heart so that we can see his ways. That's it. And we have to be patient about it. I look at that verse 25 here. Um, you know, seven days pass from the time the Lord struck the Nile. Seven yeah. days have passed. You know, the Lord is the Lord is working and patient and has a plan. And you'd think for this tit for tat, this kind of like um, you know, the the you know, the turning into the serpent and then the water turning into blood, like God would respond again quickly. Oh, you're not gonna listen to me? Well, guess what? Like the very next day. The very next hour, I would. I'd, I'd come right back. I know, I'd come right, right back. I, 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 I couldn't be patient. Yeah. No, guys, like seven days have passed. Let's mm-hmm. remember that sometimes when we're anxious, we're nervous, or like we just, we're, we're almost grumpy with God because our prayer, this is not happening and quick enough. It's like verse 25, chapter right. seven of Exodus. Seven days passed from the time the Lord struck the Nile. You know, don't forget that. You know, we got to be patient. Yeah, yeah, it's it's true. It's true. It's true. It's true. Like it's uh, yeah, yeah. We we the thing is, all these years, thousands of years, people have slowly grown their food. They walk to their destination. They see the sun move over the earth all day long. They see the moon. Go through the sky for nighttime. But we don't do that. We order we use DoorDash. We have yeah. a we have a little we have a quick little Netflix. I need I need my show Netflix. now. I need my show now. What time is it? What time is it? Oh, I don't need to wait till seven o'clock when it comes on. I get to yeah. I push play. Amazon quick I mean going to the store now is too too inconvenient for people. Like so you know, I take my kids Inconvenience. We have a movie rental place in Primeville, a little mom and pa movie rental place, and yeah, almost every single movie that we rent is for free on Netflix or the Disney Channel or you know Prime that we have. I mean, we have all the stuff on the TV that we have. We have it all. We have HBO Max. We have Prime. We have Netflix. We have Disney. And I still take my kids down there, and some people are like, "Why? Why are you spending money when you could just watch it for free in the comfort of your own home?" I mean, there's some, there's there's some things that that they don't have down there, and, and some of the new yeah. releases are actually a little more affordable there than they are on you know for twenty bucks on Amazon or something. But my point is, is that we go down there for the experience. Thank you. Yeah, my that's kids great. get to run down the aisles. They get to pick out their movie mm. in the magical world of the movie store, and then they get to pick out some candy behind yeah. the counter and get a, you know. Oh yeah, get a bag of popcorn and daddy, this is the movie I got. Go, oh, can we watch this when we get home? Like, dude, I'm pay- I'm not paying for the movie, Brian. I'm paying for the experience that my kids right. are having. Right, it's a long process of getting out of the car. You yes. see, see that box of that big box of candy on the end, and you know, what am I going to choose? And then right. going through each aisle, man, right. that's that's it. 
That's different than scrolling through Amazon click. Prime, you know? Click. <laughs> you guys want to watch this? Yeah, Dad. Click. Yeah. All go, right. Go. There you guys go. Look, it's a different world, man. It's a different mindset. The kids get sucked in. It's just we. There's some traditions we have to keep, mm-hmm. you know, and, and share. And those are life lessons. Right. Look, going to the movie store. I remember Blockbuster. Oh, so many times. And right. you go and you pick a movie out. So many times you remember. You remember. I'm gonna. I'm gonna get that one next time. So you go back. Mm. You, you know, you walk down that aisle. You know it's coming. Boom! It's not there. <gasps> It's, they checked it's it out. Checked out. What am I gonna do? Yeah. So you got to pick another one. That's a process, man. It's, it's awesome. It's a pro- and that's and I know that we're we're this is we're we're connecting the dots here on a, a movie store, but it's like it's God working <laughs> in the process. Like God, mm-hmm. God is basically saying, "No, this movie's checked out. Come back later." And you know, it just takes right, time. Right. And I think you bring but up that, a teaches, good point. that teaches you stuff. Yeah, yeah. It process yeah. patience. It teaches you. Yeah. Oh, yeah. nowadays it's if but, I don't have it now. I'm calling. Well, you know, you know what I love about this too. This chapter, chapter seven, is that humans can be tricky, and humans can be deceiving, and they can Mm -hmm. have magic, and they can pull tricks on you, and they can mess with your mind and mess with your sight. And this is why you must put all your trust in God, not humans. I mean, well said. You got. You have to. I mean, nobody should put their full trust, you know, in in any human. I can make the case. Just hang on, right? Even in the midst of seven days of blood instead of water, just hang on. God is the man. He is the one. You can always trust that he will bring you through hardship. Yeah. You have to. What else What else are we going to hang on to? Ourself? Oh, we fail, man. We're weak. As strong as we are, we go to the gym, we eat our chicken and, and, and broccoli or whatever. You know, we drink our protein shakes and our ghost uh, energy drinks yet we still fail we screw up we yell we scream cuss everything bad and then we, we repent but god is faithful jesus is faithful and that's the ones we need to, that's the, who we need to have as our solid rock that's the mm-hmm. that's the whole story of the bible here mm-hmm. he is the rock that we stand on people are tricky he, man he's the well to get water mm. He's the well to get water. That's where you need to go get your water. Amen. All right, let's go. A, says, a, pl- a plague of... Oh, sorry, go ahead. No, no, you, it's a plague of frogs. A plague of frogs. Uh, we're at 6.37. We're 37 minutes in, so we got about 20 more minutes. Perfect. A plague yep. of frogs. We'll get to two chapters. We're going through Exodus a little slower than we did Genesis, but we're moving, people. We're moving. Yeah, we're going. We're going. Going. So Let's I'll, go. Uh, let we, had, we had a Memorial Day. We had life events yeah, happen, so yeah. we're doing good. You know, okay, a plague of frogs, verse one, Exodus eight. If you haven't grabbed your Bible, you could still do it, right? Exodus chapter eight, verse one. Then the Lord said to Moses, "Go back to Pharaoh and announce to him, this is what the Lord says: Let my people go, so they can worship me. If you refuse to let them go, I will send a plague of frogs across your entire land. The Nile River will swarm with frogs." They will come up out of the river and into your palace, mm. even into your bedroom and onto your bed. They will enter a house of your officials and they will end your people. They will even jump into your ovens and your kneading bowls. Frogs will jump on you, your people and all your officials. Mm. Then the Lord said to Moses, tell Aaron, raise the staff in your hand over the rivers, canals, ponds, 
and all the ponds of Egypt, bring up frogs over all the land. So Aaron raised his hand over the waters of Egypt, and the frogs came up and covered the whole land. Wow. But the magicians were able to do the same thing with their magic. They, too, caused frogs to come up on the land of Egypt, just multiplying. Okay. There was already frogs, just like the Blood River. Mm -hmm. A little bit of a question mark here. So e- even though right they they're still be using these demonic powers right. in, 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 in you know just causing more more havoc, not doing good. Well, that's the thing too. It's going back to the river. They're like they made their own river bloody mm-hmm. to prove a point, wow. and now they're they're doing the frog thing, and they're making they're making their own situation worse. It just doesn't make any sense. Yeah, well, one like, thing. They why wouldn't they, they? Why wouldn't the mad magicians go? Wipe the frogs away. Exactly. They can't do that. They can't do that. They can, no. they can just, yeah, they could just cause a little bit of problem. They can't stop the problem. And one of the things is to, is to say, look, this is just trickery. My magicians can trick too, right? They can, we could do the same thing and it's no big deal. That's what they're claiming. Mm-hmm. Verse 8, Pharaoh summoned Moses and Aaron and begged, plead with the Lord to take the frogs away from me and my people. I will let your people go so they can offer sacrifices to the Lord. Notice the magicians can't remove the frogs. <laughs> mm-hmm. Verse nine, verse nine. You set the time. Moses replied, "Tell me when you want me to pray for you, your officials and your people. Then you and your houses will be rig will be rid of the frogs, and they will remain only in the Nile River." Yeah, I know. Pharaoh, for Pharaoh's going to Aaron and Moses, take away, take away the mm-hmm. frogs. Where's your magicians Please. at, Pharaoh? Where's your almighty magicians that can't do nothing? They gone. They gone. Even even the the you know witchcraft power they have is just. It's like an old Nokia phone with snake on it. It's so so bad. It's just like you guys are so weak. You get nothing. I nothing. Nothing. I just nothing. want to take my shirt off right now and start just like I want to go out there and go John Wick on these people. I'm getting upset. Sorry. Hey, for Sorry. real. Sorry. Idiots. Idiots. I can imagine. Oh, so he says, uh, 10, do it tomorrow, Pharaoh says. All right, Moses replied. It will be as you have said, then you will know that there is no one like the Lord our God. The frogs will leave you in your houses, your officials and your people. They will remain only in the Nile. So Moses, verse 12, for Moses and Aaron left Pharaoh's palace and Moses cried out to the Lord about the frogs that he had inflicted on Pharaoh. Notice he inflicted on Pharaoh. I love that. And the Lord did just what Moses had predicted. The frogs in houses, the courtyards and the fields all died. Ugh, imagine mm, cleaning that up. That's disgusting. Oh, check this out. Verse 14. The Egyptians piled them into great heaps, and a terrible stench filled the land. But when Pharaoh saw the relief had come, he became stubborn. Once again, huh? He refused to listen to Moses and Aaron, just as the Lord had predicted. A giant plague, a plague of gnats. So the Lord said to Moses, tell Aaron, raise your staff and strike the ground. The dust will turn into swarms of gnats throughout the land of Egypt. So Moses and Aaron did just as the Lord had commanded them. When Aaron raised his hand and struck the ground with his staff, gnats infested the entire land, covering the Egyptians and their animals. That's nasty. 
Ugh, all the mm. all the dust in the land of Egypt turned into gnats. Pharaoh's magicians tried to do the same thing with their secret arts, but the time this time they failed, and the gnats covered everyone, people and animals alike. Verse nineteen. This check this out. This is the finger of God. The magicians exclaimed to Pharaoh. Mm. But Pharaoh's heart remained hardened, stubborn man here. He wouldn't listen to them just as the Lord had predicted. But see, this is a great example why you have to read the Bible. You have to continue reading mm-hmm. the chapter, the par- the, yeah. the paragraph, the chapter, even the next chapter and the next chapter. Not just one verse? Yeah, because you can you can pull verses and be like, see, the magicians are just as powerful as God. See, the snake. See the stick that turned into a snake? Very well said. See, well t- said. tit for tat. See? It's yeah. like, whoa, 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 Mr. Pull a line and give it to me. Have mm-hmm. you actually read seven and eight? Like, yeah, this this is exactly what I'm talking about. Why it's just yeah, that's right. It's just it that's why you, it's kind of like when you, you you look at some videos on Instagram and you say, look look, they're vertical, they're pulling vertical, they're pulling vertical. Clearly, that's the right way to go. But yet, when you look at the whole picture, the weightlifting world catapults. Yeah, right. Much more of a horizontal same, technique. Main, with, same concept. When the when you look at the, the main the big picture, who's doing what? There's no one like God. There's no one like the Lord. Yeah, yeah. I just, and they, just can't forget at, about that. Anybody listening? You imagine how can't. scared they were? They had to go tell Pharaoh, this is God. <laughs> I'm scared. Yeah, they had to go yeah. tell the, the, the great one in their eyes, the God, you know, the one who could send them to hell. This is Pharaoh. Oh, this is the finger of God. Hmm. All right, verse 20, huh? A plague of flies. So the Lord told so Moses. Even the, and just last thing too here. Even the magicians yeah, yeah. believe in God. Yeah. Understand that the, the that's a great the, point. The, the demonic witchcraft, and that's what it is. Oh. Is is they believe in God? This is the finger of God. The magicians exclaimed to, the, to Pharaoh, you know. But Pharaoh's heart remained hard. He wouldn't listen to them, just yeah, as the Lord had predicted. I mean, don't forget that these people believe in God. That's why when an atheist doesn't believe in God, it's like even the even the most evil things. Believe, even evil believes in God. Oh, I like I like this quote. It says even the, and this also reveals the they 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 knew the the Egyptians knew that the power they were using was not good. It was not godly. It was evil. Well, yet yeah. Think think about it. The the yeah the 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 outlook of let's say an uh, an atheist doesn't make any sense to me. Ready for this? They there's. I don't believe in God because there's too much evil on the in the world. Well, okay, that that is such an Doesn't interesting. That prove it out, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that you're you're proving yourself wrong. Yes, if evil exists, God exists. Evil believes in God. So how yeah, can exactly. you say you're believing in evil? So you're believing in a devil, but you don't believe in God, even though the devil believes in God. That your your outlook is completely backwards. I am Ron Burgundy. And that's why my pastor Brett has always said, yeah. pastor Brett always says, I don't believe an atheist actually exists because deep down, mm-hmm. everybody knows there is a God. Well, it, it, the scripture even says that, that, that they have willingly believed a lie. They know in your heart. Even if, even if you think you don't know, you fooled yourself. 
You're fooling yourself. I mean, look at the sunrise, John. Look at the sunset. There's no machine on the earth that discovered itself and said, I am a computer. You know, it's just, mm-hmm. Anyway, okay, verse 20. Or, or, or wait a minute, what about, what about the, uh, the UFO sightings that are, cl- that are clear as day, one after the other, after the other, after the other, all mainstream news now, Pentagon mm-hmm. saying it, like they're releasing more within the next few days, like people are now concerned, like this is not tinfoil hat, some guy in Nebraska with an iPhone. Like, this is legit, legit, legit. And if you're saying, oh, everything just happened, the Big Bang out of nowhere and evolution, all this. For, okay, so then explain the aliens then. It literally explained to me the UFOs that you're seeing. Oh, that, oh that's revo- evolution. That's from the Big Bang. That's just everything happening on accident as we sit here today. Like, explain that to me. Oh, you can't explain that. Got it. Okay, okay. So you know how the world was created, but you can't explain what you're seeing yeah. in the air. You can't the, unex, the unexplainable is there's so much there's origin of life there's no explain, explanation for that there's no there's so much that's unexplained the evolutionary theory is nonsense there's so many amazing scientists and I've studied this a lot mm-hmm. right that 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 there's no evidence to sell there are dozens. Of, of prominent atheist scientists who are coming out in the last few years, no kidding, they could share information with anybody who wants, who are saying the cell is too complicated, there's not enough time. If we wanted to say millions and millions and millions of years created these cells, there's not enough time. There's not enough time for it to actually happen. It is mind-boggling, the complexity of our one cell. But you know, I have an answer. God, he created it. Mm-hmm. He put the programming in the cell. He created the DNA. It's easy. All you got to just believe. You don't have to struggle. Yeah, right. Yeah, struggle There's one is the key way, word. Yeah. yeah, it's the struggle will stumble you for sure. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, yeah, all right. We'll continue here. I think we're on. Let's uh, do it. A plague of flies. Verse 20. Yeah. The Lord told Moses. Get up in the early in the morning, stand in Pharaoh's way as he goes down to the river. Say to him, this is what the Lord says. Let my people go so they can worship me. And if you refuse, then I will send swarms of flies on you, your officials, your people, and all the houses. The Egyptian homes will be filled with flies and the ground will be, will be covered with them. But this time I will spare the region of Goshen where my people live. No flies will be found there. Then you will know that I am the Lord and that I am present even in the heart of your land. I will make a clear distinction between my people and your people. This miraculous sign will happen tomorrow. And the Lord did just as he had said. A thick swarm of flies filled Pharaoh's palace and the houses of his officials. The whole land of Egypt was thrown into chaos by the flies. Pharaoh called for Moses and Aaron. All right. Go ahead. Offer your sacrifices to your God. He said, do it here in this land. But Moses replied, that wouldn't be right. The Egyptians detest the sacrifices that we offer to the Lord our God. Look, if we offer our sacrifices here, where the Egyptians can see us, they will stone us. We must take a three-day trip. He's still, see, he's still merciful. Just a three-day trip. 
a three-day trip into the wilderness to offer sacrifices to the Lord our God, just as he has commanded us. All right. Go I ahead. Mean, this is the definition of stubborn. The Pharaoh is literally going through all of this, putting his town, his, or I'm sorry, his, his city through all of this. Yeah. His you whole know, nation almost, yeah. Over a three-day trip. You want to talk about the word stubborn? Stubborn. It's like, geez, 100%. bro, just let him go. Like, mm-hmm. and, and no, no, he's a, he's a, he's, he's a stubborn man. That's you know, I know this is the first time it says that, you know, this is, this called havoc, havoc in the land, but you know, every, the, one of all of these plagues, the, the frogs and the blood, that's havoc. Yeah. Every situation is just mentally and physically just tormenting. Oh man. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Just let him go, dude. Yeah. Jeez. So he says, uh, so he says, okay, go ahead. Uh, and he goes, verse 28, I will let you go into the wilderness to offer sacrifices to the Lord your God, but don't go too far. Now hurry up and pray for me. <laughs> That's Pharaoh. Pray for me. Don't forget. You <laughs> selfish, stubborn man. Wow. Verse 29, Moses answered, as soon as I, as soon as I leave you. I will pray to the Lord, and tomorrow the swarms of flies will disappear for, from you and your officials and all your people. But I am warning you, Pharaoh, don't lie to us again and refuse to let the people go to the sacrifice to the Lord. Verse 30, so Moses left Pharaoh's palace and pleaded with the Lord to remove all the flies. And the Lord did as Moses asked and caused the swarms of flies to disappear from Pharaoh his officials, and his people. Not a single fly remained. But Pharaoh, again, became stubborn, and he refused to let the people go. Ouch. Watch out, buddy. That's Here's it. the problem with Pharaoh is the fact that, you know, at this point I'm, as we read, my understanding and how I'm taking this is the fact that Pharaoh believes in God. Pharaoh is saying, pray for me. Pharaoh's saying he go does. to God and say this. Pharaoh's oh, like great, his, great his, pro, his, uh, his, his weak magicians are saying that's the finger of God. Like Pharaoh believes in God, but won't listen, turns his back, defies, has no respect at all for God. I mean, isn't that the definition of blasphemy? I mean, pretty much, right? He totally believes in God. Like, right, right, totally, right on the money. I mean, isn't that the definition of the one un? What's that word I'm looking well, for? Sin. I mean, you have to remember, blasphemy against the Father and the Son are different. I, you know, blasphemy against the Holy Spirit okay. is, is right. a different. Because we haven't read that yet. Yeah, I'm skipping yeah, ahead. Sorry. Yeah, that's okay. Yeah, you're but right. But he's definitely right. blasphemy. We're, this guy, he's blaspheming God. I mean, he's he's attacking him. He's coming against him. He's denying him. He's rebelling against. Yeah, because him. it's not like he's saying like this. Is, God doesn't exist. This is, you guys are dumb. Oh, like, no, I'm not going to let you go. Whatever. Here's yeah. the thing. He believes in God, right? So do the Egyptians, clearly. I mean, the um, the, the magicians. But they don't honor him. Yeah. He is not their number one. They are, he, Pharaoh is God in his own eyes, right? Not Yahweh. Not yeah. not the most high God. He, he is still just a God to Pharaoh that he is fighting right now. God, how prideful can you be? Well, that's why it says he's so stubborn. Look, he, he, 
he says, pray that God removes these flies. Moses then goes and prays that evening or whenever, and, and the flies go away. Then Pharaoh gets angry because he feels better about his situation. And he says, nope, you're not going into the wilderness. What? A, it's prideful. It's human pride. It's human stubbornness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, On just a great yeah, display of so many... Um, yeah, it, yeah. It's just, I love it's just, it. It's just crazy. I love it. He's, Pharaoh still is demanding. Make sure you go and you have God and you pray for me. Pray for me that all these flies go away. It's still. It's such. A and you know cl- what? He probably did. He probably Moses, being Moses, was probably like, "Dear Lord, please, like, <laughs> hopefully this Pharaoh guy turns it around. Turn yeah. it around." You know, turns he it did. around and then, you know, yeah. follows you and believes in you and becomes good and, and you know, but of course. That, that's, that's a great point before we wrap it up here in a couple of minutes. God, every time there was a plague, every time God caused something to happen and then Pharaoh, in, I mean, excuse me, Moses, Moses then yeah. pra- prayed for that thing to go away and God removed it. Mm. Every single time, you know, he could have just left them all there. He could have just left the frogs, left the blood, left the flies, but he didn't. Every single yeah. time, the mercy of God came and and saved Pharaoh in Egypt. Every single time. Amen to that. Well, tomorrow we will be on Exodus nine. We will go. Um, let's see how long this is. Okay, there's nine and ten. Perfect. Let's do nine and ten tomorrow morning, six a.m. Pacific time. Um, and, uh, yeah, let's, let's pray it out. So, all right. Well, father, we love you and we thank you for another lesson. How, how wonderful you are to keep our heart moldable to keep our heart, you know, focused on you, Lord. Thank you. Continue to open our eyes, continue to just bring us hope, bring us revelation, how to live, how to walk with you, how to love you. Man, thank you, Lord, for this wonderful time in your word. And anyone listening, just, just you know, if they, if, give them boldness to reach out. Give them boldness to, to talk to others about the Lord and, and, uh, and to, to just go, go to you and he, so they can hear your heart. Lord, we thank you for this time that's just changing us. It's giving us hope. It's giving us a new life to live. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Beautiful. Brian Neitch on the mic. Great, great study. Great study. Thanks, guys. Happy Wednesday. Big day ahead of us with coaching and new Google, Google Hangout time, Brian. New Google yeah. Hangout time. Uh, yeah, five, I love that time. It's five, awesome. Uh, five to six fifteen. Uh, we'll, we will see you guys later on Weightlifting Talk. Um, actually, gosh, Masters with Attitude today. It's where yeah, it's Wednesday. But God bless. Let's uh, keep our swords in our hands and just keep reading the word. We'll see you guys. Salute. Salute.